The anti-house protest was proudly championed by the lazy Nigerian youth, aka Sorosoke generation. Sorosoke, meaning speak up, aka the coconut heads. I know the fear word. I get coconut head. I get big ear. But I know the fear word. Well, I digress. Welcome to yet another episode of the Letters to Boy special. And today, we take the NSAS conversation a little further. You ready? From Lagos to London, Abuja to Berlin, Toronto to Houston, Ogbomosho to Benin, and all the cities in various parts of the world joining the NSAS protest, we are all saying the same thing. In fact, celebrities like Drake, Trey Songz, Matthew Thozil, Kirk Franklin, T.D. Jakes, and a few others also lent their voice to this protest. Now wait for it. For the first time in the history of Twitter Nigeria, just so you know, Twitter Nigeria is one of the most toxic places in the world. Preach, preacher! But all sects actually came together. From feminist coven to patriarchy FC, Christians to the Muslims, Ariwa to soccer fans, all unified in one voice. Now hold up. That doesn't exclude the premium dragon you'd actually get if you decide to mess up. Let's be guided. But in just a few days, an entire system was created that covers everything from funding, logistics and communication, legal services for the arrested, medical for the injured, private security against thugs, transparent budget and procurement, all the way through to sanitation and everything in between in a well-coordinated manner. No committees, no multi-billion dollar allocation, just guts and sheer grit. It was more like a mini country in a main country. It's almost difficult to ignore the role women have played and are still playing in this struggle. They were literally at the forefront speaking up, protesting, feeding, crowdfunding. <laughs> I think Nigerian women are some of the most hardworking creatures on the planet. And of course, they're beautiful too. <laughs> what? Focus. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Amidst all of this unity and coordination, someone still felt this entire NSAS movement was pure cruise. I've seen some of those who are pushing for answers, who are just pseudo-activists, people who are desperate for, for public validation, people who are looking um, to, 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 to be seen as, 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 as social media influencers. And okay, I will tell um, you, these are the people that post false items, fake news, um, just right. to, well, to, 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 wow. Way to go, sir. You have certainly done well. Though the fake news across the local media and non-participation from a number of brands, it never deterred them from moving on with their protest. Even as the youth maintained peaceful conduct, despite provocations from men in uniforms and hired thugs, unfortunately, more lives were lost in this struggle. May their souls rest in peace. But after so much pressure from the protest, the Inspector General of Police decided to speak. The Special Anti-Robbery Squad of the Nigerian Police, otherwise known as SARS, is hereby dissolved across all formations, the 36 state police commands, and the federal capital territory where they currently exist. Wow. Just wow. Truth is, a lot of people found it difficult to believe this so-called dissolution. Why, you ask? 
Because in 2017, 18, 19, and early 2020, this same unit was supposedly disbanded from operation. But their men were still actively on the streets extorting people. How then are we supposed to believe this so-called dissolution? Like that wasn't enough. We had the shockers of our lives. Headline. SARS has now been changed to SWAT. Despite SARS being disbanded, protests continue across Nigeria. Protesters are now kicking against the new unit's special response and tactics SWAT set up to replace SARS. They see it as only a change of name. Protesters say they do not trust things would change unless the ban happens by executive order of the president. Though the name change, the oppression and violation of human rights of protesters still did not cease. If you are really serious about police reform, if you are really serious, if SARS has really ended, then why are we still seeing these forms of police misconduct? Why are we still seeing these gross violations of our fundamental human rights? Reform the police! Reform the police! Reform the police! Reform the police! In spite of the opposition and lack of response, of the government, the protesting youth still gained support from all angles, having raised over 60 million naira well accounted for by the feminist coalition. The CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, also pledged his solidarity towards this cause via a tweet and backed it up with a customized emoji for the movement. Now, that is really huge. And surprisingly, on the 16th of October 2020, we received a special message from the popular hackers Anonymous. It has been called to notice worldwide that the Nigerian government failed to stop the police brutality during the obvious peaceful protest. The country has recorded over 10 deaths of its citizen gunned down by the accused police. This proved the level of brutality caused by the police and the government who have both violated the right of the citizens. Irrespective of tribe, race, disheartening that you won't bring to justice every police who have involved in killing of the protesters due to the deep secret that caused the loyalties that lies between you and the people in your government. This is not a threat. This is a peaceful warning from us. You have 72 HRS to hear and assure your citizens. Your time starts now. Remember, we are watching. We are anonymous. 24 hours later, the hacking took a rather interesting turn. Starting with the Nigeria Broadcasting Commission's Twitter handle. Seeing as their threat was taken lightly, Anonymous went on to hack government bodies, including the Central Bank of Nigeria, NCDC, Nigerian Police Force, as well as other websites. <sighs> Indeed, it's been quite a struggle. They have sent everything at us. Tear gas, water cannons, trucks to damage our cars, guns, bullets. In fact, the Nigerian army announced it will commence a nationwide exercise Crocodile Smile 6 from the 20th of October to the 31st of December 2020. According to them, it will be a cyber warfare exercise designed to identify, track, and counter negative propaganda on social media. To be honest, I don't know what that means. Word on the street. They are trying everything possible to clamp down on social media. Simply put, they are trying everything to retract our freedom of speech. There is a global movement for black lives afoot. From the protesters in Cameroon who face down water cannons and tear gas, to the fierce women in Namibia demanding shut it all down, to the brave Zimbabweans campaigning for the release of Takuzwa Ngaziore. We will not be silenced and we cannot be stopped. The call for black lives to matter is a rallying cry for liberation. 
On a final note, to show you how serious this brutality is in Nigeria, I'd like you to pay attention to this story of a young man that was brutally murdered. So for those of you who don't know the story of Chijoke, I'm just going to tell you what happened quickly. So Chijoke was 20 years old in 2012 and he went for a child dedication. He was picked up there and he was taken, he was allegedly taken to SAR's office. When his family went to look for him, they were told that he had been taken to the headquarters. They went there to find him. His mother spotted him being brought into the station and she said, that's my child. And the officer in charge of that station, the notorious Nwanfo, asked them to boot her and the family out of the premises and then they were pushed out. Since then, they haven't seen Shidoke again. The next time they went, the officer one for boasted that he killed, he shot Chidoke, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. They searched for him, and then some other officers told the parents that it's possible he hasn't died, that the man could just be bluffing. They should bring some money to bribe him. The father brought some money. The officer said the money was too small. The father went, sold his land, sold some properties, raised three million, gave it to the man. The man said three million was chicken change. And the most horrifying part of this story, if you are a parent, that man, CSP Wafo, made Chijoke's dad to, to look for Chijoke's body in a river of dead bodies. He made him turn every single corpse upside down, searching for his son. I can't imagine what that man was going through. One part of him would think, let me find his body so that we can have closure. Another part of him would think, let me not find his body so that we can have hope. This is the impunity with which officers have treated us. They came to Abuja to seek justice. The state CID told them they would have to pay money to transport others down to the state where it happened to investigate. We have no system. We cannot get tired. Are you tired? tired. I am not tired. I am enraged. I am angry. I am sad, but I am definitely not tired. And we will not be tired until we get justice for Chijoke, for Tony, for Tina, for Kolade, for everybody that has fallen, for the survivors, for Adenike, who is in a wheelchair and has been in a wheelchair for 24 years. Because at age 15, the car she was in was sprayed by bullets by SARS official. They didn't end it there. They intimidated her and tried to kill her on her hospital bed just so that she would not share her story. But she is alive today and she's sharing her story. And these stories will be the last. They will be the last. Are you tired? Are you tired? We can't be tired. <sighs> we just want to leave. We just want to stay alive. Is that too much to ask? For updates on needs and how to support the NSARS movement, please visit FeministCoalition2020.com or visit NSARS.com for more information. Also make sure you like, share, comment and follow us everywhere at Letters to Boys. The new Nigeria we seek is here. Thank you for listening.